Oh, it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When? Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, where WPRK 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. Down. Down. Deep down. Deep down. Deep down in the basement. (laughs) I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John, and this is episode number 90. You can also be listening to us at WPRK.org and our app that we have. And also, you can catch up on past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. Dot com. We are in episode 90. You hear him there. He is back from the vid. Oh, yes. Hi, Gay. Hi, Gay. Hi, Gay. It's Tom the Elderberry. Namas Cray, girl. I'm so glad you're feeling much better. Oh, Lord. How was your COVID journey? And then it turned into the COVID journey. That's true, because you haven't been here for a couple weeks. Two. Yes. So, first you had vertigo. Yes. And that's all cleared up? Yeah, thank God. That was just not even the tea. Totally having Pete Byrne moments all the time. You spin me round, round, everywhere. I couldn't even walk. I was doing this. It was, oh, not, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. It is grabbing onto the walls. It's like, oh, my gosh. And that's one of my one things is Miss Rona is not gone. No, that's true. It's not gone. That's true, but and then you went from there to coronavirus. <laughs> I went from there to gay days. And then you went from there to gay days. Yes, but I had great. immunity. I've had a great week also. It's just been a nice, great week just this past week. The weather's been great. It's getting a little hotter, so. Yeah, it's about to be summer. Yeah, I have to get up early and do my walks in the morning before the sun starts really coming up. And then in the evening times when it's going down like about 8 o'clock, I'm like, okay, that's when I can go out. Yep, vampire time. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the day, but it was always now I'm slow with me. So it's week, unfortunately. Yeah. She's feeling bad with a cough. And so we hope that you feel better, Luna. We send our positivity. We send our positivity and we and our feelings because we hope you feel better soon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Feelings. feelings. All right, Eunice. <laughs> Morris Albert. <laughs> and then the second one is life is to be enjoyed, so get outside. Yes. Yes. We won't have out. much, many more times to be able to really enjoy the outside because it'll be a broiler. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Unless you're going to like a pool or beach or lake, then you can enjoy it even when it's boiling outside. As long as you got water. Yeah, stay hydrated. You must stay hydrated. That will be the name of this episode. Hydrate. So what are your two things? What did you learn? My two things both have to deal with the fact that this past Friday night I went out to the social and I saw it was two different tribute bands. One was Love Song, which is a Cure tribute band, and the other is is Strange Love, the Depeche Mode experience. Oh, fun. And I 
actually new groups. And he's like, wait a minute, your name, you're John, and says my last name, and said it correctly at that. He pronounced it correct. I'm like, yeah, who are you? He goes, I don't know where I know your name from, but I just, I know your name, and I knew whenever I saw you that it was you. So my first thing is you never know who recognizes you. No. When you're on, when you're on, you, you know, social media and it might be a friend of a friend it might be somehow but some even when you're commenting you never know who actually will notice you in real life that you run into and they might know you from social media and you not even know it or they met you when you were a teenager and all of a sudden you resurface right Right, but no, this wasn't that. We didn't, I, cause at first when I seen him, cause I was actually in two people in line behind him, and I thought he was a friend of mine, um, that, or uh, now he's an acquaintance, but he used to be a friend of mine, and I thought it was him. Yeah, he got downgraded in the list. <laughs> he, um, and I thought it was him, and I was kept looking at him, and then whenever we got inside, he ended up, hey, let's get a selfie, and takes a picture, and he, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, know each other. He goes, that's what I work through anxiety. Absolutely. It's, I, I actually was going into a, a, a fit of anxiety before Friday, on before leaving Friday. I was going through everything. Where am I going to park downtown? If I park in a garage, I'm going to get lost because I don't want to go in, have adult beverages, and then walk out and remember, be like, where am I parked at? But... I just went in one of those little parking lots that you can pay to park in the parking lot. And you, oh, only, yeah. you only pay a couple bucks more. It's no big deal. But, and it's just right around the corner from the social. So I was like, okay, I'll park here. But I it pushed myself to go because I was just, I, I kept thinking, well, yeah, that's a waste of money if I don't go because I spent the ticket. But yeah, there's going to be people. It was just the social anxiety was hitting me before I even went. It's a lot to get back out there after two years of hiding away. Yes, and I have to say it was very crowded in there. So if I did come down with COVID, <laughs> I know exactly where it came from. But I haven't. I knew two friends that went to McCartney and they got it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And they were up in the stands. Oh, my. Oh, my. I have tested. Husband is popping with my 14th, our 14th anniversary. Mazel tov. That was yesterday. June's a busy month. We have, it is. We have Pride. We have Gay Days. Um, gay Days, One Magical Weekend, Pride, um, our anniversary, my birthday. His birthday was last month. It's Just a, a happening. June is a busy time in our household. Yay. It really is. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so talking about, let's get into some local talking. Talking about local, um, next Tuesday, June 14th, at Savoy is going to be their comedy night with Greg, our friend Mr. Greg. Metz. Yes, Gregory Metz. And they're going to be there. And coming up also, I can't remember when, I didn't do it. I didn't actually look, but coming up soon is Pride in St. Cloud. I mean, um, that's actually Saturday. That's this weekend. That's what I was thinking. It was this coming week. Um, they're having Pride in St. Cloud, which absolutely tickles my fancy because yeah, I'm Casper like, and I are going to go to it. You are, yeah. Because there's, I'm like, okay, there's Kissimmee Pride and there's St. Cloud Pride. This is great. And uh, and Polk, um, Lakeland Pride, Polk, uh, yeah. Polk County Pride is next weekend. Yeah, are having their own. Like um, this is great. And then Wednesday at Saddle Up Bar downtown is Boots. 
the very first drag yes. queen kickoff with Darcel and Mr. Miss Adrian. Yes, Boots. Uh, that's at where's that at? Uh, one hundred South Orange Avenue. Yes. At yes. Orange and Livingston, or no, yeah, Ro- Robinson. Robinson. Orange and Robinson. That's got to be across the street from the church. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be great. Sadlap's so a fun bar anyway. Yeah, and I'm so happy for Adrian to, you know, to have her her own night, her venue, her night. I'm so happy for her. Because isn't she the reigning comedy queen? Yeah, she is the reigning, reigning Miss National Comedy Queen 2022. She had just posted a picture today about her and her DACA. And her DACA. I saw that. That was so fabulous. Oh, my gosh. I was like, that is such a great picture the drag photographer did for her. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. So good. And then coming up June 25th, so we'll be talking about this also again next week, is Pride Skate. Really? Yes. At Cimarron Skateway? It is going to be at Cimarron Skateway, um, which is in Cafe M. That will be fun. That will be fun. I wanted, I was thinking about, hmm, I want to go. Maybe I'll go. But then (laughs) I was like, oh, my landlord texted me. But then I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I don't know if I can stay up that late. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's late for my old self. And then locally this weekend, we have a lot of Pulse Remembrance things. Yes, Pulse Remembrance. Um, Because Sunday will be the 12th, will be the sixth year, or six years? Yes, six year anniversary. So starting on Friday morning, um, the Pulse Crosses are going to be able to be seen along with the memorabilia at the Orlando History Center. Okay. Um, On Friday evening is United We Dance with Blue La La and Scott Robert. Yes, that's um, those, always good. Those tickets are available at, uh, on Facebook, uh, United We Dance. It'll take you to an Eventbrite page. Yes. Um, Saturday is Keep Dancing at Amore, um, that, um, which that's is at Irish Shannon's. Yes. Um, you can find that, Keep Dancing Orlando, on Facebook. Um, also, Saturday night, Heads at Aquatica. Oh, and tell us more about that. So that's going to, they're closing the park down. You get the entire park from 7 p.m. until midnight. That's awesome. There's cocktails. There's wave pools. If you've ever been to Aquatica, it's an absolute blast. And to have it closed down except for there, that's great. Except for friends and allies and gays. And where do you get tickets for that at? That is at aquatica.com. Okay. Um, they're much cheaper if you buy in advance. Yeah. So I I think it's going to be a blast. That Absolute like fun. blast. That sounds like lots and lots of fun. And then Sunday is the Pulse Remembrance, and that's yes. from 1 to 3 at the Band Shell at Lake Eola. It is free, but they would like you to register, and that you can find that at Pulse Remembrance um, on Facebook. Okay. And that's through the Contigo Fund. Yes, yes, I saw that happening. So there's Contigo just Fund is, Contigo Fund does a lot. I, some of my gigs have been for Contigo Fund. God bless Junior. Yeah. He has really pushed them to the fore. Yes, Joel. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He really has, and the the um, happenings that they have going on. And I think if, if, back to Greg, I think it's also a Pride Pantry thing. Yes, it is. So they're looking for donations, perishable goods, things people can actually use, um, back-to-school supplies, um, personal hygiene, 
and supplies. They, yeah, and they do it every other Tuesday at Savoy. And you can also, anytime you want, just take donations to the center. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the center is always there, and they're always open for donations for their Pride Pantry. And if you're in need, which goes to help a lot. If you are in need, go to the center. They will hook you up. Yes. No questions asked. Yes, the center is so great. That's where Joel Joel was, and then he left there to uh, focus on Contigo Fun. But he and George worked hand in hand. It's actually a, a, yes. a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, it really was. That guy, I tell you, Joel stays so busy. I've never seen somebody who stays so busy. He's always rushing around and running and running and running. So is George. I mean, just yeah. amazing oh. for our community. Yes, very We're blessed much to have so. them. So this past weekend, as we were talking about, was Gay Days, and also known, a.k.a. One Magical Weekend. So what did, did you do, take part of any of it? I went down to the expo. Oh, really? I did. I went on Friday afternoon. That's a nice way. That, I like the expo because that's a nice way of doing gay days without having to, like, put your feet all in gay days. I got to see it, but I, did, I didn't really want to put my feet into it this right. year. That's me. I sort of had the same social anxiety. I don't want to be with that many people quite yet. Yeah. But the Avante was a beautiful resort. Yeah. They had a pool. They had, like, the bucket dumps. The mm -hmm. sort of, it was cute. It was really um, cute. And Beyonce was there. She did perform on the outside. If, in yes. the expo, it was Chantal Roche. Yes. And she was raffling off stuff every hour and a hoot. She was a previous Miss, um, Miss, Miss Gay Days. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I just know her from Savoy. Uh-huh. So there was the thing that amazed me the most there were five different agencies that was doing HIV testing. Yes, there were. And they were also giving um, hepatitis A vaccinations mm -hmm. and the, men, uh, the meningitis vaccines. They yes. were doing that. Yes, Bros and Convo was there. They had the Divas and Dialogue was Divas there. Divas and Dialogue. Talk, Miracle Test, and Treat. Love, Talk, Test, and Treat. Harmony Healthcare. Harmony Healthcare. They were there. Darcel and them were testing um, Hope and Help. Yeah, everybody was there. It was yeah. That was the first thing that was like, wow, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, especially yeah. with the meningococcal thing that's happening here. To be able to just get a dose while you're there and have it, yes, yeah. So that was awesome. That I thought was really good. Whenever Jose had told me about you know that they were testing, I'm like, oh, well, that's great. Now he himself, he had only tested like three people. For well, that's because Darcel was snagging him. But yeah, exactly. But Schmirnoff was giving away their pink lemonade. Um, I don't know what it, whatever it is, is if it's like, like a, a white cloth. Ice, yeah. Delicious. And Budweiser was there giving away, you know, Kona beers and that's crazy. So you could just walk around and get absolutely right. tipsy, right? Just let alone the swag. And then I, you get that's going to say the swag. I know the swag at Pride is awesome. This was just as good as swag. I come out with Pride, the swag there. I'm like, wow. I made two loops and I had four bags because I was giving one to right. to Miss Morris. Yes. If you you miss Morris if you're nasty. If you're listening in, girl, I hope you enjoy your stuff. We love you, Wendy Weathers. We love you, Wendy. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. You know she's locked out of that account. Oh, really? She can't post. She can tag herself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Poor AI. 
Yes, yes. It's horrible to get locked out of your Facebook account. It's even worse when they just delete it. When, yeah. It's <laughs> they took mine. To they took my whole account. They happened to my sister. They, My older sister, they took her account, too. I'm they like, call it disabling. Yes. You can still see it, but you can't touch it. Right. It's is, rude. It's very 14 rude. 14 years rude. It's very rude. <laughs> like all this stuff so we talk a lot um it's it's always seems to come up in conversation somewhat about the don't say gay bill here in florida well now country singer brandy carlisle who is an out lesbian she actually is now speaking out against it she realized that the whole thing that basically she was talking about her daughter with information about their family. And so Brenda, uh, Brandy Carlisle realizes, I suddenly realized that this whole thing was against the rules in Florida. I don't want that to be the reality for my child, but I don't think that there's a difference between my child and anybody else's. Bleep. Yeah, she caused classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not incur in kindergarten through grade three in a manner that is not age appropriate, dot, dot, dot. And so she, you know, she comes up and she's like, I woke up to yet another um, anti-LGBTQIA plus headline once again targeting queer kids and it makes me want to pause. I don't want to minimize the very real problems we face as a community by posting about sparkling rose in the middle of such a turmoil. Um, and she's talking about wine, this wine that she has bought. But that wine that she the, that she makes is called XOBC. Yes. And a portion of the proceeds from each bottle go to LGBTQ plus agency. Yes. Yeah. She has. And then when she tours every two, every two dollars um, $2 from every ticket that she sells goes to organizations like Trevor product or uh, project. She gives back to the community Very and she's just so. a fan about the don'ts and Yes, we all loved you. But it's about, I mean, that's it's just very true with what she says that, you know, she she lives with her wife and their two daughters. And but the, it puts the, the kids at a disadvantage. Old, the seven-year-old, that would be first or second grade. Can't talk about their parents. Exactly. How is that helping kids? And how is it, exactly, and how is it that Little Julie over here can talk about her mom and dad, but little Caitlin over here can't talk about her two moms or, or her, two, her dads. two dads. Yeah, it's discrimination. It really Bald is. Bald-faced discrimination. It really is. And I say yay for you, Brandy Carlisle, for speaking out against it because the more people that we have speak out against it that are celebrities. I didn't know she more. lived in Florida. I didn't either. I didn't either. It's probably down in Jupiter. Yeah. Or it could be over somewhere in Sarasota. That's what I'm thinking. Somewhere around All the Sarasota. lesbians live in Gulfport anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a joke. Don't get offended. We love you lesbians. My sister's one. I have to. No. <laughs> um, about somebody to get it is country music and it is twang country music. It's not like, you know... Uh, Shania Twain. It's not Shania Twain like rock or pop country. It's country country. But that's not necessarily twang, girl. Right. It's not banjo twang, but it's close. But mm-hmm. anyway, he so he came out. He came out with "Dancing in the Living Room." That was his coming out song. But he also has now his most recent song is "Nothing Like a Cowboy," which is basically it's written. It's him 
writing about the kind of guy he would love to meet and his dream, his dream man. Little Nas X opened the door with Old Town Road. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about time that people can tell their stories through music no matter what. And he's not the first that we've talked about of country music. We were just talking about Brandy Carlisle. She's gay. Um, the Osborne brothers. They're, uh, or TJ one is. Of, TJ's gay of the Osborne brothers. We have our local Ginger Minge that just did Double I Diva. Yes. We have Trixie Motel that was just on Fallon with her. That song was Shaky Grows. It was subject to plus. It's like the first step going in. Whenever she first, she bought it, signing to she's a million dollars. Oh yeah, doing renovations. She's got, she's got backers. Line. She's got makeup lines. She's got. She's yeah. She really is. But her on Fallon took my breath away. On Fallon, she was also on not long ago. She was on to tell the truth. Oh no! Really? She was one of the celebrities on to tell the truth. I was like Trixie. Well, all right, you're doing great. And then Trixie and Katya are getting ready to do their whole world tour. Their tour. They're just tour. opening up in, in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, she stays busy. But I think she is going to be the next RuPaul like that. Absolutely. Because she just got so much going on, and she's mainstream. I just want to hear her album now from the little tease that I heard on yeah. Fallon. Yeah. That was, wow. Just yeah. wow. She didn't have any, it was no drag tropes or cliches. It was just her in makeup, mm -hmm. singing. Singing, yeah. Bravo. Whenever she whenever she sings, it's never in. It's music. It's not. There's no. She's not campy at all in her in her music. That's something that Orlando. When I was a a young baby gay. Yeah. That they used to sing live. Heavy duty would have backing at a gay bar. So. And we used to see them, and I know there's a lot of musical lesbians because at always at Pride, you always have the lesbian groups that are playing their, you know, playing the bands and bringing the bands up there. So I would love to see like a lot more live music coming from gay people in Orlando. I agree. I think that would be great. Well, there was the show that Taylor did that was awesome. Well, that's kind of that's kind of a gay group. It's Taylor. Most of them were gay yeah. on the bill at Will's Pub, yeah. and it was a really enjoyable evening of, I think they call it dark wave uh -huh. or electronic body music. Yeah. Depeche Mode sounding very dark, very industrial, but very industrial. it was one of the best nights I've had out here in forever. That's, so that's what I always, we always called it industrial. Yeah. I love industrial music. Well, so sometimes how is that? It's Taylor like, show? Yeah. Stunning. Great. Taylor and Andrew absolutely slayed. I can Pressure see what... Pressure Kitten. Pressure Kitten. If you're interested in some really good fun tunes, Pressure Kitten. Yes. And then Blake Plaque, who was the headliner, is a gay group from San Francisco. Goes to Hollywood t-shirt. Yeah. Except they trunk it down and put it on a, a VHS head cleaner. Ah. And it said Black, uh, Plague Black, uh, Blake Plaque says relax uh -huh. and then they had another one that was a takeoff on a pet shop boys uh -huh. because the older of the two of them does all the graphic designs and the oh, beats okay. and then the younger of the two of them models and sings right they were rocking that's a great pair it was they went from there to iml oh really how that's perfect what a transition from Orlando to IML, absolutely. But they were—they, I want them to come back. And if listeners don't know, IML is International Male Leather. Mr. Leather. Mr. Leather. Yeah. 
takes place in Chicago. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend every year. Yes. And it's like lots of lots of men wearing lots of leather gear. Gear. Lots of gear. Sometimes it's lots of men wearing lots, not lots of leather. <laughs> a little bit a of gear. A very little bit of leather, like a like a little thong type of leather, just and that's it. A J strap. Yes, a J strap. <laughs> so this is a story. There's workarounds. Um, after a great a gay pride flap in New Jersey, the school fills their window with rainbow banners. What? So basically, this um, it's uh, the Passaic Preparatory Academy, and that's at the Passaic School. They hoisted the LGBTQ banner up the flagpole without a hitch last year, and there was no school board policy that covered ceremonial flag displays. But this year, there's a policy. It allows only the American flag, the New Jersey state flag, or a school flag to be flown. So a student group from the Gay Straight Alliance says the policy is discriminatory and staged a demonstration in March, but the Board of Education said the policy applies. And I understand that. Yes. Yeah, I, I understand that too because then you, anybody, you know, how many flags are you going to fly? So they, they're like, so instead, so they're like, okay, well, if we can't fly the flag, then we're going to put the rainbow, we're going to put billboards of the rainbow in all of our windows. I'm like, all right. Well, you went from one little thing to a whole building being there. Exactly. One little flag to the entire building having, having rainbow. I love it. There's always workarounds. Yes. yes. It's like having curly hair. That's exactly, that's what exactly what it reminded me of was Xander that we've talked about the last couple weeks that you can find at www.homohappyhour.com. And it reminded me of Dan, of of Xander. Xander. It really did. Of workarounds. And that's something to take out some hope from, you know, even though these anti LGBTQ plus laws and bills are happening, there are workarounds. Number one, vote. Yes. And number two, yes. figure out a way around it that you can still get your message across. Exactly. You can still say gay, you just have to say it a different way. Exactly. Exactly. You can talk about your curly hair. You can talk about any personality trait and just substitute that. Yeah, because we don't want to go backwards. I on, think we're going to see more of that. I think we're going to see a lot of whiplash. Yeah. Forward and backward. Yeah, yeah. So the board, so yeah, there was a lot of back and forth about it, and the and the school board came back, and they're like, no, we have to follow the district rules. Um, but... That allows they consistency, had, and I, I think that's okay. Exactly, exactly. And the New Jersey Department of Education doesn't have a policy on flag displays. They leave it up to the districts, the local districts. So that's why that wasn't about to. And they said it's about fairness. It has nothing to do with any particular flag, which I totally understand. Yeah. Because that is a slippery slope, that if you have one flag, you're going to have to allow all flags. I thought it was heartening that the kids say some kids need the support because they don't get it at home, that they could come to this safe environment where they feel safe and protected and, and feel supported is a wonderful thing. Right. That's something for the kids. Right. Right. If we're saying it's for the kids, let's make sure that it's actually for the kids. For the actual kids, right. Not something that adults want, 
but something that is actually for the kids themselves. Which is what everything seems to be geared at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Except for <laughs> except for formula. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was I was hearing something about that. They actually said that the past president with the trade deal that he signed, the Mexican Canadian trade deal that with because of that we're not able to get any of the surplus formula nope. from either of those countries. Nope. I'm like, oh my gosh. We had to airlift it in from Europe. Yes. Crazy. So we've talked about her before and it was last year. Megan Stalter from Hacks. Um, she is back with her corporate pride campaign. Hi gay meme. Hi gay. Her meme sequel. It's so funny. The Butter Shop actress, well, it's called... The fictional store. Yeah, her fictional store is The Butter Shop. And what she does, she did the same thing last year, is she's basically poking fun at corporations that all of a sudden have rainbow and, and pride everything come June. And so she calls it, and it's always high gay. This year's so hilarious. And it's something that she doesn't look at the camera. It's always off to the side. She speaks like she's reading, and and it's purposefully horrible. It's and exactly she means it all to be that way, and that's why the meme has caught on because the same exact way. She's month we're gay next line she goes on but she says we're more lesbian than ever we love lesbian you queer thing you queer thing (laughs) and then she introduces a store new pride flavors sassy cinnamon hickory hickey from a guy and i can't Uh, say the other it's cheddar cheddar It's cheddar. <laughs> and it's just like, for a limited time only, the store will also offer a free gift. For every 69 tubs of butter sold, customers will get a tiny tree. <laughs> which was ridiculous. <laughs> which is something that you can, that bisexuals, you, know, you can use with your bisexual partner. It's like for Christmas shenanigans. I'm like, oh my gosh. We think that gay people are okay, at least for the next 30 days. <laughs> that part gagged me. <laughs> If I didn't like queer, would I wear these when she puts on some rainbow sunglasses? And then she says, and also, I lit a candle for every person that I know looked gay. So whether you're a lipstick lesbian or a butch, stop by the butter shop and take a look. It's so funny. Her last year's was good, Her but la- this, this one was just exceptional. Way better. Exceptional. Last year was good, and it was it was last year was more of the shock factor of it, you know, and the hilariousness of it. This year, she just really went there. Well, last year she had 1.3 million views over it. Yes. And you're the one that turned me on to her. So when this popped up this year, I'm like, oh, hi, gay. Oh, it's hilarious. Hilarious. So you can find that on YouTube. It just type in "Hi Gay" and it'll come up. Yes, and Meg, you can. If not, you can look at her name, Megan Stalter, S T A L T E R. Very funny. She's the actress off of the show Hacks, which is another great show with Gene Smart. Yes, it is. It is. And since we're talking about shows and stuff, there's also. Oh. Well, let's first of all talk about Elliot Page. Esquire did this article, The Euphoria of Elliot Page. Oh, my gosh. What a great article. What a very good article. In his own words, he he talks about his childhood, his career, and he's very blunt about it, Um, his childhood, his transition in his life. 
and just wow the article goes into um you there know, was some he says that he can't at others but now vision i find it in juno that imagine that i in the South Sword City, he spent a lot of his childhood in the in the woods, um, and all his parents, all he wanted his parents was to play was the Bodyguard soundtrack. Although he never saw the Bodyguard, he just liked the soundtrack and also listened to Annie Lennox, Medusa. Um, his mom's music was Catfishings and Sting. His dad was very jazzy. He said that he went to a different school every year during high school, so he never really had a teacher that was a mentor, a mentor, um, and had to deal with bullying um, when he left um, Halifax to go to Toronto for grade 11. He thought the bullying would lessen, but it didn't. It got worse, and and said that they left a whole, you know, that he had to dig through a whole bunch of stuff and unlearn a whole bunch of stuff because of that. Um, we all go through that. Exactly. So he, you know, just, it makes it, you know, just like brings him down to reality with us, you know. I'm looking forward to the Umbrella Academy, which comes out Thursday night at midnight. What's the, that? Um, the show that he's oh, the in. the show that he's in, yeah. Yeah, they're still benefiting. And he says what he learned about him is his strength and sensitivity, not being afraid to share his emotions, his pain, and or not compromise who he is. And she said that, or he said that Mark quarantined and then came to Toronto to help take care of him with a top surgery. And they recorded an EP on his on his four-track recorder. I was like, what? Yay. You sing too or play music? All right. Multi-talented. He loved being a soccer player as a kid. But what was weird was, as a kid, he was on a um, unisex soccer team. So it was boys and girls. But as he grew older, they have to say, you have to go play on the girls' team. And he was like, why? Why? He could play as good as the boys in, with the boys, but they made him play with the girls' team. Yeah. So, that, that's going to be a, a, another bridge that we'll have to cross. Yeah. Yeah. I was just finding, I just, when I read this article, I was just like, wow. I mean, he really goes deep. It's awesome that he's sharing his story, much like Laverne Cox. Yeah. It takes people to, like, let the light. We in. talked about it last week, how Laverne Cox has her own Barbie doll out now. That would be neat if they made a Ken doll like Elliot Page. They could. They really could. Let's start a campaign. Move on, Donald. Because, because Elliot Page has become one of the most known transgender female to males, um, you know, up there with Chaz Bono. But Chaz Bono isn't as known as much any no more. He's but, done, but he never wanted to be the poster person. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So... So there's five documentaries during Pride Month of June that are great to watch that I was looking at. And because June is Pride Month, that means it's full it's in full effect. And the first one, there's many of them we've seen, you know, we know about many of them. Paris is Burning is the first one. It was done in 1990, and it's a groundbreaking and historical documentary showcasing the LGBTQ plus community and drag culture in particular. 
and it's a 1990 documentary. It's very... It's pose before pose. Yeah, it's very pose before pose. Um, it's a heartbreaking depiction of Black and Latinx LGBTQ members found solace from a society that rejected them. Um, they they have different confessionals in there to, uh, talked about you know that are by different people from the very popular balls that were going on then, um, and it holds just a lot. And if you watch Drag Race, you'll hear a lot, a lot of of references to Paris's burning. It was the groundbreaking movie, especially the reading challenge. In the spirit of Paris is burning, the library is open. Right. <laughs> that comes from Paris is burning. And second one is is called Disclosure, Trans Lives on Screen, like we were just talking Ooh, about. Oh, that would be good. Laverne Cox is the executive producer and co-star of it. And it's talking about representation in the media and how powerful it is for for anybody. So for the transgender community, seeing themselves portrayed on screen can have a lasting impact. And that's what um, tra Disclosure Trans Lives on Screen illustrates. And um, it basically, um, Laverne Cox and other integral trans people in the entertainment industry explore how movies and... Crimes of passion. Uh, another one, yeah. You know, they always depicted someone who was trans or gendered, you know, gender, defi gender defined. They always uh, depict them as being killers. Or sad. Or, yeah, or sad or, or, or a prostitute. Or a prostitute. Or killers. A third one that you have. Oh, it's 444. Good things are coming. Hey. <laughs> uh, the third one is The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson, which is from 2017. Excellent movie. Very much. It's if if you want to know how to become a better LGBTQ ally, ally learning about influential members of the community is a good way to start. And Martha P. Washington. Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> Not Martha Washington with the wooden teeth, girl. Oh my gosh. Marsha had all her Marcia teeth. Marsha P. Johnson is the way to go. I need to watch it. And it's on Netflix. It's The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson it examines her lively existence, astonishing accomplishments, and an ill timed suspicious death in 1992 when she was only 46 years old. And it also follows Victoria Cruz who's, as they attempt to seek justice for Johnson's death, which police ruled a suicide. Yeah, that was shady. The P stands for pay it no mind. Yes. And both of them, Disclosure is on um, Netflix. Um, HBO Max is what Paris is Burning you can find on. And Death of Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> Martha Marcia, Washington Marcia, Marcia. is on Netflix. The fourth one is called a little little indie thing called Check It, uh, Check It, and it's from 2016. Um, it's a 2016 documentary. It takes the the subjects of gangs and it turns it on a head and uh, as it centers around a crew of gay and transgender young adults in Washington D.C. It's basically gangs. Oh. And they're called the Check It Gang. You can find it on Amazon Prime or Tubi. Um, there are some disturbing images in it, so I do forewarn you of that. Some of the subjects depicted uh, narrate 
gruesome graphic incidents that they've encountered that's resulted in violence. So well, documentary. this one is called NBC, and that is, it's produced chronicles the unoverlooked love story of two, of a lesbian couple spanning over 70 years before they revealed <gasps> the truth of their partnership. What's that on? Um, you can find it on Netflix, A Secret mm. Love. Got that written down. Yeah, it sounds really good. Uh, Terry Donahue, a former All-American Girls Professional Basketball or Baseball League, and her partner Pat Henschel recall the challenges and triumphs they faced as they dated and they feared ostracism that they would experience if they came out as lovers instead of friends to their people. Oh, I know who they are. And then two older, yes. Yes. Two older. That one sounds really good. That's on the watch list. That is. That one sounds really good. So really it's Netflix and and Prime on the ones that we're, that we are looking at. But then there's another one that I can't wait to see. Yeah, I can't wait to see. The Book of Queer. The Book of Queer. The trailer, you can look it up on YouTube. You can it's hysterical. It is hysterical. We have our little segment of Your Gay History. history. And this is a lot like that. It brings it to life. It brings the history to life. Like how Abraham Lincoln may have been gay. I saw the first episode, and I was in hysterics. Yes, yes. And they said that finding LGBTQ actors to cast in the docuseries isn't that difficult. They're like, the producers didn't ask the actors about their sexuality. It's just if you're casting for a show called Book of Queer, you know in the audition process you're going to get queer actors. And it's not like we don't know some of the subjects. Yes. Eleanor Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln. Yes, the Greek poet Sappho, Alexander the Great, King James, Joan of Arc, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, Alan Turning, Josephine Baker, uh, Sylvia Rivera, who we were just talking about, Eleanor Roosevelt, Gilbert Baker, Marsh, uh, Mar Harvey Milk, Marsha P. Johnson, who we just talked about, Ma Rainey, who we've talked about in our... Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yes who we've talked about your before in our Your Gay history, history moment. I think they stole this from us. And they, I think so, too. They heard it from us. They did. Because we've been talking about it for two years. The, the series creator is Eric Cervini. We've been doing our Your Gay History times. We've been doing that for two years also. It's 2020 we started that. So, yeah, and they have a list of guest stars on there, like Dominique Jackson, Alex Newell, Leslie Jordan, Ross Matthews, Miss Vangie, Gottmik, and Variety Power of Pride honoree Chris Olsen. Well, the first episode alone, there was like seven cameos. Yes, yes. Everybody, it's just a walk-on and do something, but you're just gagging the way and the way that they teach you it's you're not going to forget it presents evidence that honest abe lincoln may have enjoyed the company of men and basically Cervini, eric savini the creator he was inspired by his own instagram post that had short narrated lgbtq history lessons um and then he also had seen that there was um um a, an app that has gay history on it. Yes, that actually is a great app. 
And yes. the app is only available, I think, for iPhones. It's called it Quit on Quist, Legalizing Same-Sex Marriage. In 1954, Alan Turing passed away, and he was the gay man that cracked the Nazi code. And in yes, 19... we've talked about him before in an episode. We have. And in 1977, the Dade County Gay Rights Bill was rolled back on a referendum. So oh, we're really? right back where we were 45 years ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the Book of Queer is definitely summer watching because it's so funny. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken... That's Discovery Plus. Yes, it's going to be on Discovery Plus. That's what I was just looking at. Where is it at? Yes, it's going to be on... Um, and Servini himself and other historians appear on it because he happens to be a Harvard-educated historian. And he has a New York Times bestseller called The Deviant's War, The Homosexual Versus the United States of America, which is about the U.S. Department of Defense astronomer and gay rights activist Frank Kamini, and it's being adapted into a Tony-winning playwright. Now, we talked about Frank Kamini before because he was yeah. the head of the Mattachines. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we might have to. We might have to issue them a cease and desist. Okay, girl. Because it all started with your gay history. It's nice that people are actually bringing that to the fore. Yes. Yeah. Because there's been so many generations now. That's why I love James Mansfield. I love her YouTube channel because she always is going on about all this different history. There's so much always. of it. Always. Not just gay history, but if she's doing hair, you know, she'll talk about pop culture history. So the Deviant's War, they're adapting that for Amazon. So that's yes. going to be out soon. Yeah. Which should be very interesting because that's how we got to Stonewall. And producing that is going to be Brad Brad Pitt's Plan B Entertainment is who's producing that. Plan B. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know that's his that's his production company. Name. I know, but it's kind of funny, girl. I know it's very funny. <laughs> so, it's a double entendre company, right? So uh, they were shopping around for this show, and the biggest concern for all the networks and produ production companies was if there was enough stories. They're like, is there enough queer history to tell? And he's laughing. He's like, you're joking, right? Seriously. There's literally iPhone apps. It's like, you know, look, we have a whole segment of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which right? you can go back and listen to at www.homohappyhour.com. And then the thing that's going to really blow this summer up is Billy Eichner's Bros. That I'm looking so forward to. Bros. The movie with Billy Eichner where yes. everybody in it's gay. Yes. That's, that's going to be so much fun. I thought for some reason it had already been out. I don't know why. No, it's just about to come. Just about to come out. I think it's the end of June. Oh, okay. Well, it's that time again. Oh, no. Yes, it is. This has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. Remember, we are one human family, somewhat dysfunctional, but still one human family. So fight the good fights, let justice roll, always swing first. But remember, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. We love you. We love you. And we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Say gay, gay, gay.